and welcome to a special extra edition of Blocks Unfamiliar. I'm here with a couple of previous guests from the show to play the Teddy Addicts DVD game. Now, isn't that amazing in itself that this is barely a decade old and yet the idea of a DVD game could be a Blocks Unfamiliar thing in itself? I think, I can't remember how much this cost when I bought it. I remember it being a fair amount and I doubt you'd get one pence on Amazon using you for it now. Anyway, before we start playing it, better introduce everyone. I'm joined by Gareth F. Hirons. Hey, hey. Vicky Gregorich. Hello. And Jeff Lewis. Hello. And we're going to have a go at this and see A, how well we do at it, and B, what we think of DVD games based on TV shows in retrospect. Seems to be a very cheap, very bad version of the Teleadix theme. I assume they couldn't afford the rights for the original. Teleadix theme. Clearly it's not. (laughs) I mean, did everyone used to watch Tally Addicts? That's a key question. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, uh, it was one of the quiz shows where I, I really would have liked to go at it. So this well, is, this, this is fulfilling is, a ambition. Right you'd be here. just like Andrew Collins. <laughs> We're back to test your knowledge of television trivia with some familiar old faces and a few new ones too. There are six fun-filled rounds for you to play with some classic clips and pictures from your favourite characters and shows from the dim and distant past right up to the modern day. You can play on your own, or two teams can battle it out to be the Teleaddicts champion. Just grab your DVD remote and use the up, down, left, right and enter buttons to move around the screen. It's as simple as that. And at the end of the game, look out for our competition, where there's a chance to win yourself a fantastic home entertainment system. Yes! (laughs) Well, there were a lot of kind of impatient expressions there. Those rules, they're just intuitive. He's still not stopped. The expression I'm most worried about. Let the fun begin. I'm now going to go on for another 30 seconds. Right. The expression that worries okay. me the most is the one that was okay. on Noel's face there. Do we know if this was before Deal or No Deal? Because he looks a bit desperate. I think it was just before it, actually. I think that would be make sense. Because he actually yeah. said, before reading out all those stupid rules, he said, we're back. <laughs> Indicating, you know, he'd, he'd fallen through from another dimension or something. But we're going for two teams. Was it the dimension of the skeleton people? You might laugh, but that might come up as a question. <laughs> you might say, where did Skeletor come from? And we will only accept the canonical answer. Oh, oh do you know what's really good about this? I won't need any Harry Potter knowledge. Because I haven't got any. <laughs> and also, he wasn't on telly. <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> I'm okay. still looking on the upside of that. How many teams? Two teams. Two. So it's me and Jeff versus Vicky and Gareth. <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> Do you have a team name, Tim? We are called Phil's team, in reference to Phil Catterall. <laughs> oh, yes, can we be Big Ben Baker then? Yes. Yeah, ben Baker. Team ben. <laughs> <laughs> None team. of this was planned, listeners. Team Ben versus Team Phil. <laughs> <laughs> You're going head to head in the Teleaddicts Challenge. I can't wait to see who's going to come out on top. You'll need to choose three screens each starting with you team one okay so we've got to pick there's six tvs on the screen we've got to pick one any preference for numbers jeff let's go with one three five ah five we, we do one four. at a time yeah. so have a good look at this picture okay so it's a picture of a gentleman and it's saying which band samples michael fisher's vocals on their song weather experience okay it's underworld the weather girls are the prodigy i'm gonna guess a that seems underworld. Yes. yeah yeah okay a underworld let's see what happens Incorrect! Oh! oh. <laughs> See if you can get your next one right. We'll go for number two. Oh, there's a Ooh. good delay on this. Yes, it's. <laughs> oh! Craig Charles! It's Craig Charles, everyone! <laughs> Is this going to be a what's that noise question? <laughs> on which Space Age game show was Craig Charles a team captain? Right. Red Dwarf, Space Cadets, or Shooting Star? Well, Red Dwarf wasn't 
a game show. No, and shooting stars, he wasn't the captain on. So, so it must be space, space cadets. cadets. Yeah, space okay. cadets. Even though I've never heard it of it. It lasted about right. half an episode, I think. <laughs> and then they cancelled it halfway through. Take a look at the picture. Who yeah. wrote the scripts for oh, Life of Birds? The other options are Maureen Lippman and Linda LaPlante, and we know it's Carla Dane, so. I'd like to see Linda LaPlante's Life of Birds. <laughs> <laughs> This really does take a while to load in. Oh, it's mm. such a cute noise, though. It's much better than dialogue. <laughs> oh, oh, my God! God. <laughs> it's Jimmy Savile. Dark-haired Jimmy it's Savile. It's Johnson. So oh. we've got which TV journalist interviewed the paedophile Jimmy Savile in 2000? For his own purposes. I'm guessing... It was Louis Theroux, because our other options are Martin Bashir, who I think was Michael Jackson, wasn't he? And Michael Moore. Oh, I was, wish uh, it was Michael Moore. Oh, Michael yeah. Moore's interview with Jimmy so Savile. <laughs> uh, that was a dark <laughs> chapter in this game when we just started. <laughs> oh, that looks like Benny from Crossroads. It is Benny from Crossroads. But with a very sort of evil expression like and he's no about hat. to. Like the clown from the test card. Which Shakespeare production for the BBC did Paul Henry play Peter? King Lear, Romeo and Juliet and the Tempest. Now, I'm fairly sure it's not Romeo and Juliet. Any ideas which Peter. one has a Peter I, I in? I can't remember a character called Peter in the Tempest. I'm not that familiar with King Lear, so I'm going to say King Lear. Oh, hey! Great. Thing two, you're up next. Take a look at the picture. Oh, is, is that, Bob, is that Bob, Bob the Builder? Builder? It's two Bob the Builders. That's not Snap. Okay. Which actor provides the voice for Bob the Builder? Oh, it's Neil the... Pearson, Neil Diamond, or Neil Morrissey? It's... I wish it was Neil Diamond. I know, that would be excellent. He's the fellow from that stupid show, isn't he? That's the one. Yeah. Do you know, oddly enough, I know who Neil Pearson is. He's the man from Drop the Dead Donkey. I was going to say, is he the one from Drop the Dead yeah. Donkey? That's the second time Drop the Dead Donkey's come up in a couple of days. Just one point for you, Team One, but don't worry. You can make up for it in our guest of the year round. I'll be showing each what of you books are behind him? for a picture from a favourite TV show. I don't know. You David Mahmood. Cambodia Falls. <laughs> it is as well. <laughs> okay, so it's guest of the year. Well, it's taking a year to load it. <laughs> I like the fact that the font is from Guess Who. I'm jubilant. I'm being so jubilant. Okay, that looks like Brian from Big Brother, is it? <laughs> It's certainly somebody in the Big Brother chair. Yeah. It's not your go. Yeah, it's not giving us points. Did people used to, really used to watch this avidly? And also, why is it like the size of Ronnie Corbett in Ronnie Corbett's chair? Which year was this housemate? Oh, of course, it was Derek Lowe selected to stand as Tory MP for Tottenham. No. I don't think it was 97. I'm going to say 2005 because that was post Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And the one sounds like peak Big Brother, and it sounds like something he'd be doing. He'd not been on it by then, because that 2001 was Bubble and all them, wasn't it? Mm. And, uh, with the one who said, I like, what was it? I like blinking or something. I can't remember. You remember who was on it? So, yeah, there you go, Big Brother contestants. He thought it was a life of fame awaiting you. We can't even remember you while playing the Tally Addicts DVD game. Let's try 2005. Oh. Incorrect. Oh. Who was the winner of Celebrity Big Brother in 2001? Okay. I think that was the first one. I think that was Jack D because didn't he just go stand on the wall or something it's like I'm not getting involved and everyone thought it was hilarious yeah so you're not on our team don't help him <laughs> well done yes <laughs> and yet we've already said it's Derek Lowe it's not Derek Kipling whoever that is he does make exceedingly good capes or Derek Evans <laughs> no well done one point that's only part of that was guessing the year because this is a Grand Prix we're sorted <laughs> <laughs> Here are the 
Here is your pick. Oh, that's Cold Feet, isn't it? They're Cold Feet people, which is good because I've never watched this show. <sighs> Hopefully the question will be, what is the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when did it start? 99, 97 or 98? Your guess is as good as mine. I have absolutely no idea. Let's think. I started university in 98 and I don't remember it then. Okay. How old would you have been in 98? You didn't start university. 18. You started university in 95. Oh, I did start in 95. <laughs> I finished in 98. Let's go for 99. Because it was I was okay. at university with you. Yes, yeah. sorry. Going for 99. Going for 99. No, no. Yeah. Okay. What is and, the answer, And it doesn't no. tell us what the answer is, so... Okay. Which of the Cold Feet cast played Donna in the comic tale Stretford Wives? Faye Ray... Faye Dunaway or Faye Ripley I would say by a process of elimination we might just be able to get this one despite our lack of cold feet knowledge are you happy with C Vicky? I am certainly happy with Faye Ripley yes <laughs> in what hospital drama did Helen Baxendale play Dr Claire Maitland We've got St. Elsewhere, The Royal, and Cardiac Arrest. Well, now, St. Elsewhere it, was American. It's American, it? yeah. so I don't think it can be that. The Royal, I remember, but I don't remember her in it. So I think I'd be saying Cardiac Arrest here, because The Royal was a show my mum used to watch. Cool, we can go for that, shall yeah, we? It's yeah, it's elimination, but... Yes! yes. Okay. Ooh, we've had our lead cut, though. <laughs> only by, no, only by a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of points for you there, team two. Well done. Let's see how that changes the overall scores. Oh God, it's going to have to load them in individually now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so team one, team Phil is on three points, and yes. team Ben is on five points. You're going first again. On the bus. See if you can on the box. The famous television personality for two points, and then answer two follow-up questions for a point each. Oh, okay. A lot of points on oh, the board. Oh, is this clips or is it? Do you know who this is? Yes, we do. It's Ken Dodd. So let's see what the options are. <laughs> now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that was Ken Dodd. But, you know, you might think when it eventually changes oh. the options, is it Tommy Cooper? Is it Frankie Howard? I would say it was Ken Dodd. Yeah. yeah we, unless Tommy Cooper had the tickling stick and we don't know about oh, yeah. it. Very good. That's correct. Two points. In which cut <laughs> sci-fi show did Ken Dodd make a guest appearance in 1987? It's got I know this. Star do you know? I do. What is it, it Jeff? Doctor Who. It was Doctor Who. It wasn't Blake Seven or Star Trek. He appeared so. in Star Trek in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Delta and the Farnham in 1987, which is brilliant. And if you're listening and think it wasn't brilliant, then stop listening because I hate you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which former BBC Radio DJ was a straight man for Ken Dodd? Okay, so it's not Kenny Everett. It is not John Peel. <laughs> David Hamilton, I'm guessing. Yeah. One point to you yeah. for that correct answer. Well done, team one. Oh, shut Four up, Noel. <laughs> team two, the pressure's on you now. No, it's not. We don't God, care. God, who's it going to be? <laughs> if it's Savile again, I'm just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Savile... Oh, it's... Uh, well, well I, I believe that's Rowan Atkinson, I believe, as Mr Bean. Here is Rowan Atkinson playing which of his comic creations. So, Edmund Blackadder, Mr Bean or Johnny English. Mm, um, Mr Bean. Yeah, Mr Bean. Massive in Japan, Mr. Bean. Yeah, I've never seen Johnny English. I imagine it's as dreadful as I think it is. I've been to Johnny English Fish and Chips on Bold Street. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? It's all right. It's strictly all right. Yeah. No better. No better. Better than Lobster Pot, but... Is it actually themed after the Johnny English films? I don't think so, no. Starring Rowan Atkinson, no longer called a comedian, in which war was Blackadder Goes Forth set? 
it's not the Gulf War, and we've got World War Two and World War One on the table. Yeah, it's. I think it's one, isn't it? I don't I know so actually. Think it's one. Should we go for one? We both thought one first, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> nice. And finally, Blackadder: The Cavalier Years was made in connection with which charity? <laughs> so we've got Children in Need, Comic Relief, or RSPB. <laughs> I, I think there's a standout there in terms of. <laughs> The possibilities. Oh god, I wish it was the RSPB. <laughs> Vicky, are you happy with B? I'm happy with comic relief, yes. Okay. Well, I'm not happy with not, the quality not, of comic relief over no. the last few years, but uh, there we go. I think this might be like a quick fire round, the last round. Ooh. Oh, Christ. Seven so. points for team one, nine points for team two. Team Ben. God, listen to that DVD player labour. Oh, I love Time it. for round four, and the chance to get up to three points by guessing which one of the four people coming up is the odd one out. If you don't know straight away, you can ask for up to two clues. Each clue will take a point off your potential score. So I thought you said ask answer, for up to two clues. So <laughs> two of them are Martin clues. So that narrows the odd one out down. Any idea? Oh, <laughs> right. So we've got, we got Kenny Everett, Chris Evans, Phil Jupiter, and Jimmy Savile. Again! Right. Mm. Which one of these has we got one out and why? wasn't a radio uh, or DJ. Before, before becoming a regular face on TV. I think that's Phil Jupiter, I'd say. Because he was on Radio 1 after I knew who he was. When he, was when he Chris, did Phil Jupiter's slices of life. Was Chris Evans? A TV star before he did the radio. No, because he had a That's show true. in about 1990 or 91 on Sunday afternoon, which is when I first heard him. And he was on the big breakfast and thought, oh, that's that bloke from Radio 1. Oh, I'm yeah. going to say Phil Jupiter's. Let's try that. Excellent choice. Well done. Got some pressure here, Vic. Yeah, I'm not worried. Team two, let's see what you can do. Take a look at these four people. Okay. Well, for a start, it says four people. There's like 12 20 people, people on screen. <laughs> So we have, did we have Minder? Well, let's say them all now. Well, oh, let's say them all now. The so which of these shows didn't first air on the BBC? So we've oh, got gosh. The Sweeney, we've got Dad's Army, Steptoe and Son, and Heidi High. My inclination is it's between The Sweeney and Heidi High. Heidi High feels like an ITV show to me, but then it was still written by the guys that did Dad's Army, and they were big BBC people, weren't they? Yeah, I think I've seen The Sweeney on like ITV4 and stuff these days. And obviously, you know, People can buy shows from other places. Yeah. But, you know, in this day and age. It's definitely not Dad's Army and it's definitely not Steptoe and Son because the repeats are always on BBC and they just must own them. Should we go for the Sweeney? Shall we? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. Round five is up next, team. Time for you to take a look at a clip from our Telly Addict archive. Each team will see the clip and then be asked three questions about it. Simple? Hmm. Team one, your clip is coming up right now. Okay, it's TV's Dell Boy in Grandad era. Yeah, that's right, Brenda. You know me, eh? Hey? <laughs> he who dares wins. How'd you get on? I lost. <laughs> that wasn't one of the classic only fools and horses moments, was it? At the end of the clip, what was depicted on the wall? Violin, guitar or piano? I didn't notice that at all, did you? I'm gonna go for guitar, that seems more Dell Boy yeah, than it's a Monge 2 on Rockstar or something, so yeah, guitar. Well spotted. That nice. was a lucky guess. Nice guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Fools and Horses, who runs the unhygienic cafe? 
Mickey Payas spelt wrong, Sidney Robertson or Roy Cropper. Well, it's not Roy Cropper, and it's definitely not Mickey Payas, so... Elimination, that would leave us with Sidney Robertson. I don't remember many classic Only Fools and Horses episodes with Sid, but yeah, let's... Uh, well, correct? That's the answer I was looking for. That wasn't about the clip. No. In which comedy did Sir David Jason play an owner of a Yorkshire Iron Foundry? This isn't about the clip. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a bit of a do, open all hours for cross-reference. I assume it's a bit, bit of a do. do. Yeah. I want more questions about Grandad. You know, that, that shows how much time has marched on. Was, it used to be that whenever somebody said we're having a bit of a do, someone was saying, will David Jason be there? I don't, I don't think that happens anymore. Only maximum points will do. Right, so right observe. Well... Based on that, we don't have to observe. No, we just have to know something about someone else. Oh, that's Nadia. Yeah. From Big Brother. Our second Big Brother clip. Really showing its age, isn't it? Yeah, she's wearing a cross. There are fireworks. Bracelet and a cross. Pink balloons. Pink balloons. Door is red. Well, there wasn't much to observe there. Did they want us to count the audience? Ah, pink balloons. <laughs> what colour are the pair of balloons that are being waved around? They were pink. Yeah. The other the other choices were green well, and orange. Those of you playing at home. <laughs> who in Big Brother decides who is evicted in the event of a tie? Big Brother, house leader, or the producer? Are Big Brother and the producer different people? They're not different characters in the Big Brother universe. <laughs> Who in Big Brother defi- decides who is evicted in the event of a tie? When has that ever happened? I, I have no basis with which to make no, this No, I don't ever remember this being an issue. Shall we... I suppose I know there's no such thing as a house leader. See, I think you'd have to say Big Brother, wouldn't you? Yeah. Shall we say Big Brother because it's Big Brother? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh. oh. Do you know what? I think it might have been house leader then. What in a that case, stupid question. Who is the big personality that won series five of Big Brother? So well, we've I'm, got, I'm guessing if it was that series, it was that lady, yeah. Nadia. <laughs> we've got Vanessa Nimmo, Michelle Bass, and Nadia Almada. I mean, to me, those two other names aren't people that won it. Right. Was well, we'll Vanessa that South African one, the blonde one? She was nice. What was that, Kinga? No, Kinga was quite a later episode, I think. Mm. I know the name Vanessa, and I remember mm. the name Michelle Bass, but I don't think either of them won. Michelle even, was even in the, the year they actually started fighting on air. She was one of them. Dark-haired girl, I think. I don't yeah. remember Vanessa anymore. I remember the name. I think Vanessa was that year she, as well, but was... I think she ran away from the fight. So. Oh, yeah. Was she a yoga person? She used to have a yoga No, person. that was Sada, wasn't it? Oh, Sada, you're right. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> That's a lot of useless knowledge. In conclusion, we're going for Nadia. (laughs) That provoked more discussion. And it's correct. More discussion than necessary, I feel. There's only one point in it with a round to go. Okay, Keith, it's the final round and the chance for you to prove yourselves under the spotlight. You will both get three questions that you'll have to answer against the clock. Oh, right. You'll have 15 seconds to answer each question starting now 15 seconds that is quite generous mm. to be fair who picked Gareth Gates to win the 2002 series of Pop Idol I think that was Will Young yeah right Steve Bernstein and Michelle McManus were the other ones what type of abode did Dick and Don play in their wacky games in Maze of Igloo or Bungalow Bungalow go for it <laughs> that's right Dick and John which quiz show was hosted originally by Julian Pettifer in 1993? Hosted originally hosted Blockbusters, Busman's Holiday or The Vault. Now I'm saying Busman's Holiday, right. but it started in 1985, so that's wrong. Yeah, but that it says was... hosted twice in the question. 
Wasp's Holiday was definitely on when I was a kid. The best thing about Wasp's Holiday ever was one, you know, it was different teams of professionals. One week there were some nuns on, and like the swearing beeper thing was broken. I remember the speaking, it was like beeping, it was like the nuns were swearing. Okay, so we've got by which name were Fleagle, Drooper, Bingo, and Snorky collectively known? I have no idea. It is the banana split. But we also had the tweenies and the clangers. Oh, yeah. as, uh, oh actually, I probably could have guessed it from that, actually, if I looked at the other two. <laughs> what was the name of the piano-playing dog in The Muppet Show? Uh, Waldorf and Fozzy were our other uh, right. choices there. Waldorf is one of my favourite Muppets, though. What was the family name of the Beverly Hillbillies? We've got Cratchit, Carter, or Clampet. Clampet, I think. Isn't it Cratchit's from... Uh... Uh, Christmas Carol, yeah. yeah. And Carter, I'm not sure about that. Carter. Well, Carter's from the Unstoppable Sex Machine, obviously. <laughs> so, so. That's the end of round six, and also the end of the game of Telly Addicts. Let's have a look at the final scores. I think we've drawn them, have we? Who's going to be crowned Telly Addicts oh. We dropped a point there, and they got all their points. So, Team Phil have got 16 points. Yeah! Technically, Ben Baker has won the Taliadics DVD game. Well done, Team Two. You just managed to sneak a win there. I think I'd be requesting a rematch, Team One. I'm sure when you play again, you could reverse the result. But before you do take each other on again, why don't you both enter our competition to win yourselves a state-of-the-art home entertainment system? Here we go. Details of how to enter are coming up next. Okay, so the question is, David Jason appears as a detective in which TV series? A Touch of Frost, Porterhouse Blue, The Darling Buds of May, or Inspector Morse? Can you pause it? I'm actually going to text it. (laughs) (laughs) Text costs £1 plus your usual standard rate. Closing date for entries is 12th of the 5th, 2006. Please refer to the packaging for the terms and conditions, but maybe you should try anyway. Shall I try it anyway? What's the worst that could happen? Text TV plus A, B, C or D to 88010. Ben Baker, I do not think we've won you a state-of-the-art fantastic home entertainment system. So it looks like... Sorry. It looks looks like the -the state-of-the-art home entertainment system is basically what you wouldn't use as a monitor for your PC now. A massive DVD player, two stereo speakers and a subwoofer. <laughs> I don't think that was state of the art even then, was it? And no, that's that, that's the Teleonics DVD game. Okay, and in the spirit of Noel Evans at the time, I'm going to say, take care, and I really do mean take care. Well done. happening this autumn on BBC One, including the many shapes and sizes of Russ Abbott. 